up, everybody? Welcome to All In with your cousin Tony and Marco Hollywood Pomani. I need you to do me a favor. The algorithm is helping us by getting comments. So please leave a comment below the YouTube or wherever else you can. Give us the little ring the bell thing. Give us an intro. Help me out. Do Cousins, like, subscribe, comment, share, and most importantly, have yourself a Merry Christmas. This is a Merry Christmas special edition episode of All In. I couldn't be more excited. Cousin, we're going to jump right into this thing. We're going to start off with NBA. There's something you hit me up about earlier this week. You said, you know what? I really want to make sure we talk about this in the show. Yes. This is something I have strong opinions on. We're looking at the Ant-Man with a possible kid coming. So uh, Anthony Edwards got a uh, young lady pregnant. Uh, he's an attractive young man, very successful. She was an attractive young lady. They did the dirty pregnancy. It happens. This is what it leads me to, though. I believe that these athletes signing these multi-million dollar deals need to get a vasectomy upon signing the big contract. And I say it like this. I want you to go and I want you to come in a cup at multiple facilities across the country so when you're ready to have kids, you've got little kids waiting to be implanted through IVF. I want the, I want these guys to have kids when they're ready to have kids. I hate the distraction when they're in the height or like in the prime of their career. So I'm fear, I feel very passionate about this. If they get an abortion, that's on them. It's not my life. All I'm going to say is if you're signing a multi-million dollar deal, I have a lot of athletes that follow me. Get a vasectomy. Protect your net worth. Protect your protect yourself. These women want to get knocked up by you. That's the goal. Last night, I heard some girl dressed like a hoochie mama yelling, <laughs> I love you, LeBron. No, you don't. You just want the money, honey. So here's <laughs> what I'm going to tell you. Get a vasectomy. Go come in a cup. Protect your family. Protect yourself. And be ready to move forward. I feel very passionate about that. And I wanted to make that real clear early on in the show. Very passionate about that. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from Million himself. Go come in a cup. Make sure you get yourself set up for the future. Don't let these Shkodalian beans get ahead of you. Uh, here we go. Little NFL. Let's jump right in. Cousin Tom Brady says that Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. Do you agree? I cannot argue with that set mindset, but that's why I've said multiple times in the show, in person, when people talk to me, there needs to be a quarterback award and there needs to be a most valuable player award. I think it's two separate things. Sometimes it's the same, but in this case, it's not. So I do agree. What are you going to do, though? Yeah, I think uh, I think coming from a quarterback saying this statement, it holds a lot, a lot of value. Uh, I agree with you. I think that the quarterbacks get a ton of the limelight, a ton of the most valuable player awards. However, uh, it just there's just no mistaking. This guy scores touchdowns week after week after week. He's for the, like he is the most impossible person to prepare for. Yeah, period. He caught two touchdowns last week. And didn't run for one. <laughs> that's a funny thing. I know, but that's the whole thing. He is that valuable. He has elevated the Niners to the team that they truly are. Let's get into this. Tom Brady also this week has defended defenders again. Uh, we saw Casey now suspended for the rest of the season for the Steelers on a shoulder on a shoulder hit. I don't agree with these defenders getting suspended, fined, and and practically crucified for playing defense. You can't tell me that the quarterbacks aren't responsible for putting these guys in a bad spot. Period. I just don't understand it. I mean, I, 
I don't get it. I don't understand how they expect guys to use this speed and athleticism and play a position in which they're taught that you must come downhill and make plays on the ball or make tackles on the players that are catching the ball. Yeah. Without, you know, contact. Making your head miss, you know, what I could see if you're coming downhill, head down, crown of the helmet, looking to really hurt somebody. But a shot like this that we seen last week where he just comes in clean with the shoulder and just blows that guy up. And then the other thing is these offensive players, as soon as they get hurt on contact like that, the refs just don't know what to do. They immediately throw the flag. They throw the flag because they're nervous that it's been like talked about. But they, they, you know what? Every single one should be reviewable. Every single one should be able to be talked about. And they should have like a governing board that's able to dispute anything like this. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I agree. I definitely, definitely don't want to see defenders get Listen, suspended for Tom the remainder Brady of the had season. Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, these guys were ready to kill their receivers. And you want to know what Tom would do? When he would throw an inside, like a guy was making a quick five yard in towards the linebacker, he would bury the ball into his back shoulder, into the stomach. So when the hit came, they couldn't hurt him. Right, and the, they kind of brace for it, these too. These quarterbacks, yeah, they would be right. Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola. These quarterbacks now are leading these guys into these headshots. It's crazy. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Quarterback play is the worst it's ever been in the NFL. You've got guys like Chad Kelly, who should be in the NFL, but they're in Canadian football, who are better than 99% of these quarterbacks that I've watched you know, come in and try and perform. You know, I can't wait to see him out there. Hopefully he plays next year. It is a very saturated market right now. You got Joe Flacco out there, but shout out to Joe. He's winning, but he's playing games. Yeah. You got Joe Flacco out there. You got Taylor Heineke out there. Yeah. You got your boy Ritter out there. We'll get into that later. Can't wait to get into that. Speaking of poor quarterback play, let's talk a little bit about this Jets organization. To me personally, this Jets organization is a premier joke. Uh, the fact that they have even kind of got the people excited through clickbait saying that their franchise quarterback guilty. would return. I'm guilty uh, of falling for that. He was never going to return. Newsflash. But... This team hasn't made the playoffs in 15 years. Buddy, I'm And their fans are just like, they, they so, don't shut up. I'm so mad that I fell for the hype and the chance that the Jets could possibly win out and there could be a miracle that they go to. The, I, I, that's what I was betting. Like, hey, they could cover 10, right? Like, they could keep the game close. I know. The coach... I just I, never thought Rodgers was coming back, but I did think the Jets could win last weekend. I, Shame on me. Uh, you know what it is? Is their coaching staff coaches them out of wins. Yeah. Or out of covers, I should say. They have the worst OC in the league. I've said it time and Nathaniel time again. Hackett. He's Bob. horrible. Wouldn't let him coach my daughter's basketball team. Everything team. that was said about him in the past by Sean Payton has hold, has held to be true. Yeah, because the Broncos have done okay. The, the Broncos look way better than they did last year, I'll tell you that. Facts. It's no surprise. Yeah, and the team's actually getting along. When he was there, they wanted to fight each other every week. Right. Um, okay, Bucks. Saints, both 7-7. Seven and seven. The South is up for grabs. The Saints are plus 125 to make the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, the Saints are making the playoffs. The Saints are going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be annoying as hell because they're not as bad as their record. And I know that I've gotten insulted by many people, but I promise you, Derek Carr and Kamara can figure it out because they have Olave and Thomas, and they have a solid two uh, tight ends with Jimmy Graham. Uh, I just, I'm letting you know, they're legit. It hurts me to say this. I still have not been been sold on Derek Carr. I can't get myself to appreciate Derek Carr 
for being an for being a uh, you know an above average QB that can really make a playoff run. He hasn't shown me enough yet. Why he showed me toughness and grit. I don't but know he hasn't showed me him. enough skill late in games. Like when it really matters most, he's got me kind of on the edge of my seat. But the Bucks, however, cousin, uh, Baker Mayfield playing out of control, threw for four touchdowns, 380 yards this week. He looked like last Jesus week. I'm last sorry. Week, yeah. Do you think the Bucks have any chance of winning the South over the Saints? I personally don't think so. They are the favorite to win the South right now. Um, I just don't think they will. I think the Saints are going to take it. Okay. I do. That's fair. That's fair. You've been on the Saints all year long, to your credit. I have. I mean, I haven't I haven't faded that at all. You so. haven't. Uh, okay. Here, I'm going to give you a couple teams, and I want us to kind of go through. We can ping pong it. Rams are minus 125 to make the playoffs. The Vikings are plus 100, and the Seahawks are minus 170. I'll go quick first. I don't think the Seahawks make the playoffs. That's my prediction. I don't think they can do it. Other, the other two? Why don't whatever. you think the Seahawks can make it? I just, After coming off a major win at home win. against huge Philly, win. tell me your reasoning for saying huge. today, I don't think the Seahawks can do it. So is me, it Eugenio? Is Eugenio in your head? No. I, I know that I don't like Geno Smith, but it's not even about that right now, okay? Because Geno, you know, he's not a bad guy. He's just a guy that wanted to get paid. And let me tell you, he got paid. He got paid, baby. Yeah. So they're currently 7-7. Seven and seven. They're sitting outside of the playoffs. Correct. My prediction is, is I do think the Rams have a chance of losing today. That would put them at 7-8. and eight. Seahawks, their remaining schedule is Titans, Pittsburgh, Arizona. You look at that and say, they should be able to win all three games. Here's the problem. That they're only a two-and-a-half point favorite in, in Tennessee this week. Against Pittsburgh, they're probably going to be a four-point favorite. And against Arizona, it'll probably be a five-point favorite. Unfortunately, I don't think that they're going to win two out of three. I think that they're going to win one out of three, and that's going to kick them out of the playoffs. You know what, cousin? That's an interesting take, especially because of you've, as you've mentioned uh, today on socials and, and just uh, through conversation that you do think the Rams are going to get beat tonight, so that would put them in a very vulnerable position. However, I do think the Titans have what it takes to beat Seattle. I'll get into that later. The Rams, though, their schedule looks like New Orleans tonight, then the Giants. Here, here's what the, here's what, here is why the Rams are minus 125 to make the playoffs. If they win against New Orleans and they beat the Giants, odds are they make the playoffs whether they lose to the to the Niners or not. What my prediction here is, is the Niners are going to hold that top spot no matter what by the time Week 18 rolls around. And they're going to be able to win that game and make possibly make the playoffs on a layup. And yeah. that's what I think. Yeah. That's my that's my hey, whole. Hey, that isn't a bad theory. You heard it here first. Take a look at the Rams to potentially make the playoffs, although they may lose tonight. However, I'm going to disagree with Cousin. I think the Seahawks, uh, I think they do struggle this week, and then I think they win two in a row simply for one reason and one reason only. Why? There's a lot of people that don't like Pete Carroll, and I like him. I think he's a really good coach. I think if you're playing on his team, you absolutely love him. And I think if you're playing if in the Pete league— Pete Carroll and the Seahawks are in the playoffs, it's a waste of a playoff spot. You think so? A More of a waste than the Rams? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not even close. Yeah, Drew Locke. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Cousin, Bills now minus 210 to make the playoffs after dominating the Cowboys at home. Are the Bills dangerous to you or simply a glimmer of hope? You do not want to face the Bills right now. 
You don't. You don't. Because want they're just one of those teams that already hit their lowest low. They don't give a flying F-U-C-K right now. I believe that they're going to make a run into the playoffs. And I got a feeling if you face them in the first round, Lord, you better prepare because they're going to come in and they're going to score 30. And you're going to need to score 31. Cousins, I'm telling you right now, I told Marco this on Sunday. We were watching games together. If I was you guys, I'd get on an app right now, whatever it is that you use. I would sprinkle the Bills plus 1,800 to win the Super Bowl. The reason I say this is the Bills win out this season. They go 11-6 and six on the season. They get a very, very reputable spot into the playoffs. You do not want to play against Josh Allen in the playoffs. Another thing is the Bills showed me the other night that now – they have finally set their sights on running the football. Yeah. Josh Allen had 94 yards and, and a blowout blow win. Blowout. And the, the Bills ball. are in the AFC. The AFC is weak. The Bills could be there. The Bills could make the Super Bowl. They I think, can. I think people are underestimating how big of an injury Mitchell, the running back on Baltimore, was <sighs> for that offense. If you didn't see the players' faces, you could should have saw the coach's face. He was like this. Oh, no. Because he was able to take linebackers out of position with his speed. And when you do that, it gives Lamar a lot of opportunity and it gives receivers a lot of opportunity. I, I expect them to sputter a lot going forward right now. Not saying they can't figure it out, but I think like against the Niners, I think they're going to get their ass beat. I'm kind of giving you a pick early, but I think the Niners are going to beat their ass. I think the Niners are going to absolutely whoop them up as well. We'll get into that later in the show, but I could not agree with you more. I have no problem in my mind saying right this minute that I think the Niners come out and absolutely roll Baltimore. Yeah. Jalen Hurts says the skid starts with him. The Eagles have lost three straight. Is it time to hit the panic button for the Eagles? Yes or no? Philly, I tried to give you a little bit of a glimpse of what was to come. You didn't listen. You told me I was a bum. You told me I didn't know what I was talking about. You told me I, I'm clueless. I respect your opinion. I do. But it's time for you to respect mine. Until your secondary figures out how to cover people properly, you will be vulnerable, weak, and get murdered. It's, 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 it's period. Your team is not ready for the playoffs. Not yet. I'm not saying you won't be because I'm going to tell you something. I, wa I don't want to face Philly in the playoffs. I don't want to go and face Philly at any point in the playoffs because – they can show up, and their coach is a dog, and he'll be ready. He'll get that team ready. All I'm saying is, is if you run into another team that's a dog, you're gonna get beat, and you're gonna get hurt, and and your team's gonna start fighting with each other on the sidelines. Philly, you have something to be extremely scared about. You seen the other night without Darius Slay in there, you have a team that ranks 26th in in pass defense. Without Darius Slay in there, the team stands absolutely no chance in the secondary. You're turning to guys like James Bradbury, who are 95 years old, as your primary corner, to lock down guys like DK Metcalf. And as we've seen on the last drive, uh, that was that was an absolute product of exactly what happened. Uh, DK had his way uh, you know, throughout that last drive, got himself open, made himself available. Uh, the Seahawks went right down the field with ease and made that happen. If you play a real quarterback with a real threat, in the playoffs, you're going to get beat if you don't figure out how to defend in the secondary. I know that they made the adjustment to Matt Patricia. That didn't look like it worked. Yep. <laughs> that did not look like yep. it worked. Guys, I'm, I'm, just, I'm so excited to talk about the next topic. I can't even focus. Desmond Ritter has been benched. <laughs> ATL, you're late. You should have had this 
guy serving Gatorade to the players. This guy doesn't belong on the team. This guy's terrible. Desmond Ritter's a bum. I'll tell him to his face. I'll pay him 10000 to look me in the eyes and have me tell him how bad he is. He is terrible. <laughs> He'd go back to college and sit in a backup role because he has been absolutely exposed. So long story short, um, he's been benched. He tells everybody, guys, listen, I'm a team player. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm for the team. Buddy, you better be because nobody likes you on the team anyway. You're trash. People have to fake it for you on the media. Listen, I don't know where the animosity for Desmond comes from. <laughs> I don't even know if he like ever even talks whatsoever. But I'll tell you right now, you just heard it here first. Ten dimes, he'll look you in the face. He'll tell you your poverty. He'll tell you you're not good. He was a Cincy QB. I didn't expect the most from him. But I have no, I've been trying to defend him as long as I possibly can. There's just no more defending. I watched this game in the rain against Carolina. I honestly wouldn't wish anyone Heineke would have won that game, game with no problem. I, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, you're going to love my, I think you're Heineke, gonna love my picks this week. By I think the way. Heineke would have won that game. Randy Moss gives his Mount Rushmore of receivers, name him off, Anthony. Randy Moss, he likes to feature himself, of course. Jerry Rice. Terrell Owens, and of course, Megatron. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, whatever. Randy's going to always pick his friends because those are all of his friends. <laughs> Literally. You don't think, though, that those are probably the four best receivers as far as career all-time-wise It's hard not right to, now? It's hard not to agree with that, but I just think that you could make some arguments. Yeah. I mean, I think right now as it stands on this day, 2023, I would say that those are probably the four most prominent wide receivers in the history of the game. However, there's a lot of really good up-and-coming guys. Those up-and-coming guys don't give up. You could definitely be uh, on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Cousin, here is the question, though. A lot of chatter about the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs win the AFC and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? They have lost three of the last five. It's the Chiefs. And the teams they've beat are Vegas and New England. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the Chiefs. They can. This team knows when to wake up. They know how to make adjustments. Right now, for them, it's just get to the playoffs and we'll figure it out. That's all it is. Yeah, this team is extremely well coached. 15 is a superstar. I'd like to see 87 get his act together a little bit. I think he's having maybe... Media problems? Yeah, he's having the worst season he's had in at least the last three, four years. He looks tired. Yeah, he, he just doesn't seem like he's uh, all there focused-wise. I've seen him make so many... We've seen him make if so I had many a, big If I plays. had a girlfriend that was a billionaire, though, buddy, <laughs> I'd be so tired trying to get her pregnant that I'd be tired, too. I'd be a gold digger for sure. Not a doubt about it. I think my game would be elevated to the maximum. Knowing I got that billion sitting at home waiting for daddy to come home after a beautiful night of some catches and some touchdowns as I've done in the past. Uh, I'd like to see him get his act together. But uh, keep in mind, this Chiefs team, they did go on a six-game win streak earlier in the season. They have that type of power. If some guys can start catching the ball between coaching and a couple of the supporting cast superstars, I think they obviously could make a run, as we mentioned before the uh, AFC is pretty weak. Agreed. Okay, it's time for picks. We already gave you our Thursday night football pick. We're going to cross that off because we're late on that one. Uh, we're going to kick this off with Bengals are at the Steelers. The Bengals are minus two and a half. Do you have a pick on this? 
No one play this game. If you watch Mitchell Trubisky play QB, you'll never touch the Steelers again. I told you guys all year long, the Steelers are were the worst winning record team in the league. I think they were six and three at one point. Now they're seven and seven. That team sucks. Trade everybody off the team and do me a favor. Send Mitchell Trubisky to the Canadian League. Get him out of here. U.S. doesn't even deserve to watch that type of football. I don't have a pick for this game, but if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably lean. Yeah, I don't even have a pick. <laughs> All right. He doesn't have a lead either. I got you ready. You probably had your pen out ready to write it down. I'm just playing with you. All right. Next game I'm going to give you is Bills at Chargers. Uh, Double-digit home dog. I don't have a pick, but if you put a gun to my head, um, when I see a double-digit home dog with a team that's traveled over 3,000 miles, I usually like to take the team plus the points. I'm not going to touch it. But I'm just letting you know that's kind of how I feel. It Does it have something to do with the 63-point uh, loss to the Raiders is why you're not going to touch it? Or what are you thinking? Uh, so I was actually <laughs> on a losing side of that. Oh, really? Yeah, I lived it. I didn't know. Plus 21, and it's still <laughs> lost. Yeah, I just thought, like, oh, 21. You sick fuck. Hey, we can lose by <laughs> 20 and win. No, I, I fell for a live bet there. I lost uh, 10 grand on that. Uh, and I Oh, that ain't I, bad. No, I just. For you, I mean. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Wow, look at how tainted you are now, being my friend. Uh, I, have no, I have no pick there. Um, I do have a pick for the next game, and I, and I hope you all are ready. Wow, Colts at the Falcons, a team that you just love and adore. Go ahead. I'll be on the Falcons' money line this week because Desmond Ritter's got his ass on the bench. I love the Falcons. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. I even like the over in this game, but you know me. I don't touch over-unders. I'm on the Falcons' uh, money line. I like it. You know what? I'm going to leave it right there. The Colts are playing great. The Falcons are not, and he's on the Falcons' ML. I got to be honest with you, Falcons minus 2.5. I know the world is going to be on the Colts with an 8-6 and six record looking to get into the playoffs, knowing that Jacksonville is just struggling week by week. Uh, I, I would lean the Falcons as well in this game. I think it's going to be a big trap. Go ahead. Give me the next game. Pitch, pitch it up. Seahawks, 7-7 seven and seven at the 5-9 and nine Titans, a team that people were actually starting to really gain some confidence in until they just got beat by the Texans. Um, I have a lean on the Titans plus three in this game. I, I like, I just like the Titans. I don't think the Seahawks will travel well. I think that Derrick Henry's going to have a hell of a game in this game. Like, big game. Big. Derrick Henry is going to go crazy in this game. He's going against the 25th ranked rushing defense in the league in Seattle. Uh, I look for Vrabel, the coach, as good as he possibly can in this game. Uh, I, I also lean the Titans plus three. Yep. Uh, I can't say right at this moment I'm going to take that game, but I would lean the Titans. Next game, Lions 10-4 and four at the Vikings, uh, which are 7-7. Seven and seven. Vikings need a win to stay in the playoffs. Lions are minus three on the road. Over-unders 47, what do you like? Listen, Jared Goff, I've told you guys time and time again, Jared Goff comes into this game against a team who defends the run. Anytime he comes in against a team who defends the run, he does not play well. Last week, I told you guys I love the Lions against the Broncos that was because the Broncos can't defend the run. However, Vikings come into this game with the fifth-ranked rush D. I think they put on absolutely seven and seven. They need a win in this game. I'm leaning the Vikings plus three. I don't have a pick for that game. That's okay. Just don't have a pick. That's okay. Yeah. I am nervous about the Vikings QB play going into that game. Don't get me wrong. But again, 
at home, can stop the run. Flores is going to draw up blitz. He's a 71% blitz DC. He's coming after Jared. He's coming after him quick. I think if if the Lions are going to win this game, they are going to have to throw the shit out of it. Yeah, I won't lie. That sounds about right. Uh, Packers are at the Panthers. The Panthers are currently plus five, actually. And the over-under is 37 and a half. I have a... I have a lean on the Panthers plus five, so I'm actually going to take the Panthers plus five. Um, I don't love it, but I, I have a lean there. Packers win this game. That's all I'll tell you. I feel that. I they they have to win to get themselves to seven and eight to have any chance to you know screw around with Minnesota and win out. You know, it's hard blah, blah, when blah. a team is so desperate to win. Sometimes they just don't win. They overplay. Right. Yeah. Uh, Browns at the Texans. I don't have a pick here. I, I did early on. Early on, I was on Cleveland. The more I looked into the game, I just don't like it. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, the Texans need it. The Browns need it. I do have a bold prediction that the Browns could back way, backdoor their way into a win for their conf- or to win the conference. Um, it is possible. Browns coming in this game with the number one ranked passing defense in the league. Um, Texans are going to look to run the ball. Texans are going to look to run the ball as much as they can. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Uh, like I've said before, I think D'Amico Ryans is a great, great first-year coach. I think his time is going to kind of run out in these next couple of weeks. Um, but I do look for the Browns to force the Texans to run the ball, something that the Texans do not like to do. They like to absolutely line up and sling it no matter who's playing QB. Agreed. Uh, next game, Jags, Buccaneers. Jags are eight and six. Bucks are seven and seven. The line is two. I'm taking an adjusted line on here, plus three for the Jaguars. Um, I think they fixed some of their issues. They played like they had, you know, butter on their hands all game or oil. It was just crazy. Um, I think the kicker has an emotional breakdown and uh, goes to therapy, gets it worked out, gets out there, kicks some good field goals. I expect this team to win. You expect the Jags to win on the road? Yeah, plus three and money line. Okay. I like that. That's fair. I'm going to let you take the reins on that one because uh, the Jags, they broke my heart last week, man. They were the last leg of the pounder. It came down a Sunday night. They just simply Melted. could not seize opportunity. Melted. I mean, they left points on the board. Like, I mean, you want to talk about being ungrateful? Just drive inside the 35 times and don't score anything. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, Cardinals at the Bears. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'm not going to the game. <laughs> What do you like? Hey, uh, if you are a season ticket holder, call somebody you hate this week and ask them to go to the game. Uh, Give them the tickets for free so they could watch the Cardinals play the Bears in the freezing cold weather. I'll tell you what I do like, though, the Bears. Yeah, you do like the Bears? Bears are winning this game. Bears are coming in with the number one ranked rush defense in the league. Put the ball in that midget Murray's hands. Let him run around in the cold. Cousin, he's 5'8". I'm 5'8". I don't like the way you talk about him. No, he's not 5'8". He's listed 5'8". If you were listed, they'd have you at 5'10". Yeah? Yeah. I'm 5'10". But then you'd be 5'8 in person. 5'10 with Gucci shoes on. All right. Uh, next, Next game is Cowboys at Dolphins. I'm on the Cowboys here. I think the Cowboys get it done plus one and a half. I like this game. I'm on the Cowboys plus 1.5. You got a pick? 
Cowboys fourth ranked pasty in the league. Love the Cowboys in this game. I think Tua gets roughed up. I yeah. think he starts to kind of just melt in the pocket, try and run around, do too much, maybe even get sacked and fumble the ball. Love the Cowboys in this game. Plus one and a half. I like it. Uh, Patriots at Broncos. Mm-hmm. I have no pick here. None. I, I want the Broncos to win, but I have no pick. I just don't want anything to do with I it. I want the Broncos to win this game, too, because they have just scratched and clawed and played their heart and soul out this year. As you guys know that I've, uh, I'm usually a big Patriots guy. However, I do... Uh, I, I'm not going to pick the game, but what I will say is I want you guys to be very, very cautious if you're thinking about taking Denver on the ML uh, in a parlay or anything like that because I do see the Patriots stopping the run and putting the game in Russell Wilson's hands. The Patriots, believe it or not, have the fourth best ranked rush defense in the NFL. Yep. They can stop the run. So with that being said, uh, the game will be in Wilson's hands. It, it'll be a matter of can he deliver or not. I think it's a little bit of a scary game. I agree. Do the next one. I'm getting the parlay set up, ready to go. Next one, Raiders at the Chiefs. Chiefs minus 10. Like I said before earlier in the show, Chiefs have lost three out of the last five. They've only lost or I'm sorry they've only beat the Raiders and New England through that stretch they did not look great against New England last week uh, also so I'm gonna stay away from this game honestly the Chiefs usually play a really really solid game in terms of playing the Raiders it's a divisional matchup but it just doesn't seem like the uh, the same old Chiefs to me and the Raiders are really just playing with a ton of confidence since they fired their coach I'm gonna go ahead and lay off that game cuzzy laying off of it yeah yeah, I want nothing to do with it. Zilch, zero, nothing to do with it. I have zilch, nothing for the Eagles versus Jets or Eagles versus Giants. You got anything for that? The, the Eagles are going to pound them. You think so? They're going to pound them. Like hurt them? Yeah, like the Eagles are coming out for straight blood this weekend. Or I'm sorry, Monday night. It's a Monday night game. I know a lot of people are going to say the heroics happen on Monday and the dogs of Monday and this and this and that. Uh, But the Eagles are not going to come out on Monday and get beat uh, two weeks in a row. I think they're going to just pin their ears back um, and pound on the Giants. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, The next game is a game that Anthony and I both agree on. And it's pretty easy. Ravens are at the Niners. The Niners are minus five and a half. I'm on the Niners here. I like it. Anthony likes it. It's hard to hate it. Do you have a prosciutto slice thin pounder though for me? Cuzzy, I'm gonna slice it extra thin and I'm gonna end I'm gonna end it with this game. I'm gonna slice it so thin that I'm gonna end it with a game that a lot of people think the Ravens can win. The Ravens are grabbing the handle. I'm slicing it. I'm slicing it. It's Bills on the alternate, minus six. It's Derrick Henry to go for 50 plus yards. It's the Packers on the ML. It's the Eagles eating cutlets, minus seven. And last but not least, it's the 49ers. On the ML, I think the 49ers come into this game with the third-ranked rush D. They absolutely get it done. Slice it. Slice it thin if you're going to slice it. That's plus 410. That's a little beauty. I like it. And now it's time for me to give you my parlay, which is going to pay you 21 to 1. Ooh. It's simple. It's easy. And I'm not going to lie. I like it. I like it. Because last time you put a 20 to 1 on the board... We hit it. You smacked it. Yeah. So it's time. 
Ready for a 20 to 1? Here's how it's going to go. 21 part, 20 to 1 all-in Cousins Parlay is the following. Falcons money line, Jags plus 3, Cowboys plus 1, Niners money line, Panthers on an adjusted line plus 8, and ladies and gentlemen, Titans plus 4. There's your 21 to 1 parlay. You're welcome. If it hits, if it doesn't, I don't want to hear the messages and the bullshit. Because <laughs> I actually love the way it sounds. It sounds great. It sounds so spicy. I love it. I like it. I hope you want to do it. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Happy Friday. Make it a great day. Let's win big this week and let's enjoy Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love you. Until next time. Merry Christmas, cousins. Cousins.